As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Her thing was try to get to 30 things that bring you joy. So I wrote out a list of things that bring me joy. And she's like, now plan your life around like those things. This podcast is all about authentic conversations. It's all about growth, love, respect, success, mind, body, and spirit. If you're looking to grow and expand in your life and become your authentic self, this is the podcast for you. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Authentic Talk. There's so much that has been going on within our country. I felt compelled to just come on and and share with you about self-care and making sure that you're okay and that you're checking in with your loved ones to make sure they're okay because we now have social distancing. And many of us are now working from home. Uh, Many people are laid off depending on their career field. And those of us who have children are now having uh, our children home with us because they do not have school. Now is the time for us to understand what self-care is all about, what it truly means, and what does it look like to us? What does it look like when I say self-care? What goes through your mind? And I want to share with you some of, of the things that I have been doing and some things that may be a really great idea for this time period that we're going through within our country. I want you guys to see this as an opportunity and I want you to keep your vibrations high. And I know that it can be difficult and this is exactly what we're going to talk about today. It's really important to take some time to step away from the news and to step away from social media. You want to not get in the habit of first thing in the morning of turning on the news to find out what has happened. It's important to exercise the self-care first. And of course, we have to be connected in some ways, but you want to keep that minimalized and making sure that the news and what's going on does not consume you, but that we're able to make sure that we have a handle on it. Now, before I go any further, I want to send my condolences out to those families who have been impacted through illness or through death of a loved one as a result of the COVID-19. And I'm sending my prayers as well as positive energy to all of the families. That's what we have to do. If you know someone who's been directly impacted, send out condolences, be there for them, call them up, you guys, and see how they're doing. And And just go ahead and take that extra step to let them know that you're there for them because this is, again, a very difficult time. We're going to think about our self-care because we're not going to allow this to bring us down. So one of the things that I have been doing is trying to become a lighthouse within my own family. 
And I've been looking at my goals and looking at the future. I'm going to give you a few things or a few ideas that you might be able to do. And if it resonates with you, then I say go for it. This might be the time for you to analyze starting your own business once everything is over. You might be able to, if you've been someone who's been wanting to write a book, this is the perfect time. You can start a YouTube channel. You could create a vision board that will lead you into those goals being accomplished. You have to think about this self-care as me time. This is a perfect time for us to ground ourselves and to learn to meditate or either start meditating more. We're going to increase mindfulness and avoid burnout. And one of the ways that I've been able to do this is by taking breaks from social media. And I have not been watching the news at an all-day rate. I have learned to enjoy me time. You have to find self-care ideas that work for you. One of the things my family has decided to do is we are a tourist in our own town. There's so many things within our town that has been changing and being built that we drive around and say, oh, look, they're building this or they've added that. And just sometimes going for a drive just feels good. You don't have to get out the car if you don't want to. There are national parks that in some states have now become free where they were charging maybe a parking fee. You're able to get in now for free. And so that's another thing that you could do. We have brought out our Uno cards again. We've brought out Skippo, Dominoes. It's a good time to have game nights with your, with your children. Perfect time to reconnect and to build a closer bond. If you're in a relationship, analyzing what a great relationship looks like for the two of you. My husband and I, we have really been able to gain a lot from going through this by looking at it through a different pair of eyes. We're not allowing fear to take over our home, but we've decided that we're going to live and that we're going to move forward and press forward with continuing to look at our our goals, our dreams, and adding in uh, additional things that we really enjoy that we had not had time for for quite some time. A part of self-care is letting go of things that no longer bring joy or happiness within your life. And something that I have been doing this past week since I've been working from home is I have really been able to be aware of my thoughts, my feelings, and concentrate on breathing. And if we could get out and find places where it's not as populated, a lot of things are basically shut down. But we are a resilient country. This is what we do, you guys. We have been through things that's been far worse, and we've been able to bounce back. And so I just want to encourage each and every last one of you and let you know that I know we're all tired of hearing about COVID-19, and we're just ready for it to be over already. And I'm just here to let you know that everything that we go through, we always learn from those things. And you have to step back and figure out what it is that throughout this time period that you're able to learn and how you're able to grow. 
the way I viewed this was as if the universe was sending me a message personally to sit down, sit back, reanalyze, revamp. And that's exactly what I decided to do. And I want you guys to know that I support you. I encourage you. And that's why I'm talking to you now and letting you know, please do not allow fear to take over. You have to look at the situation as this is an opportunity for all of us to, again, reanalyze, uh, to revamp and to figure out our path and what direction we want to be pursuing or, or heading. And when I went to the store, you guys, they were out of meat. There was no meat left in the store. And I looked around and I thought, hmm, this is the perfect time for me to jump back on my vegetarian diet again or my vegan diet because that's all they had left in the store was the vegan meat, meatless meat. And so I've been able to make some amazing recipes. I had tacos. We had spaghetti. It was amazing, and I seasoned it up just the same as I would uh, if it would had been meat. There's a way where we could look at things through a different pair of lens. I could have been like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? There's no meat, and I had gone already to like two or three stores. Instead, I looked at that as an opportunity for me to get in better shape. And I know veganism or vegetarian may not be for everyone, but I'm just letting you know that if you should run across a situation like that, there's always another way to see it where you can put a positive twist. So we were able to get quite a bit of, of vegan meat, meatless meat, and we were quite happy with that. And how about that garden that you have been wanting to start? Now would be the perfect time, depending on where you live um, within this world you could be able to start that garden now. They have gardens nowadays, you guys, where you don't even have to have a big backyard. They have hanging gardens now where you can grow strawberries. You could grow tomatoes and, and just so many different things. And it's a good time to look that information up to see what can you start with the kids a seed. Um, sometimes you can just take the green onion, honestly, that's left the tip of it and put it in water and it'll start to grow. And then you can uh, then put it in a little dirt and just take care of it. It's a perfect idea for children to take care of. Uh, they love feeling like they're able to contribute them watering the plants and knowing that they have a garden will make them really feel great. Getting exercise is really good for us. Just walking, yoga, and again, meditating is amazing. And it really will help us to uh, stay centered and help to ground us where we're not feeling the craze of everything that's going on around us. And of course, making sure that we're following uh, the guidelines is, you know, washing our hands and things of that nature. We don't really need to go into all of that because you guys are with me and I know that you understand. This is also an opportunity for us to get more rest because as we get more rest and we eat healthier, we raise our immune system and then we're able to avoid becoming sick. If our immune system becomes weakened and stress will do that for us, it'll weaken our immune systems, not getting rest, not eating proper, we'll do all of those. And getting exercise helps us with our mindset. It helps to clear our minds and we need it now 
more than before. It is important to to get that exercise and get out and get that fresh air and make sure that you're definitely exercising self-care in that way. And you guys, I know the library is, I think it's closed in most places, but so if you want to read a book and you're not able to go to the library where you can check that book out, nowadays they have it where you can actually check out an audio book through the library. And then if you're not able to do that, you can go to Amazon. There's books that are available from some of the authors that were on uh, the show here. And some of them have Kindle downloads or audible versions of their books. So check that out. That could be helpful as well. And you guys, please don't forget to have fun. You definitely cannot forget throughout all of this time of going through everything to have fun. That is so important. It helps with your increasing your endorphins. It's like exercising in the way, just having fun and laughing, finding uh, comedies that are on. And you guys just taking it back to the basics of uh, game time or game night. And did you know that you can actually download apps nowadays like Ovo or Skype or there's Google FaceTime or you can look it up and then iPhones have the FaceTime. So you're able to do charades or just be creative with having a good time. So although we have social distancing that has been implemented, there are ways where you can still enjoy your family, even if it is through Zoom or different things that are available to us today. And one of my favorites, as I may have mentioned earlier, is game night, Uno cards. We have oversized Uno cards, and it's a lot of fun. And I really just enjoy spending that quality time with my children and my family. I have not been able to go and see my grandkids but I was able to see them on FaceTime. And so that was really nice. And so what I'm getting at is for those of you who cannot travel to be with your family because travel restrictions or travel bans, there are some other things that you definitely can do. You guys, growing up, self-care is not something that we always think about. We basically are taught like that we need to eat, we need to bathe, brush our teeth, do our homework and things of that nature. But as we become adults, We need to understand that self-care is all about the practice of taking action to preserve or improve our own health. It's all about protecting your own well-being and happiness and not enduring a ton of stress. And this is what can help us to avoid falling into depression when we exercise self-care and taking that me time out because we need it. It helps you to become the best you can be for your spouse, the best that you can be for your significant other, for your children, or for other family members on your job, a better friend. It just helps you overall. When you take care of yourself, then you're able to take care of other people. You guys, one of the things that I was able to do and my son enjoyed helping me to do this was we cleaned out an area in our garage or that space where it had been a little cluttered and I just decided enough is enough and so it is a good time to declutter and you guys I don't want to make this show sound like it's like a lecture or anything like that so if it does sound that way I'm really just talking to you and sharing because I know that right now we need to have 
a way to just ground and center to get back to a, a certain space in our like where we're just doing better and not being frantic or we see other people acting out in fear and then you automatically feel like oh my gosh what did I miss you know and you feel like you might need to act that way also and so I just wanted to come on today and talk with everyone and to encourage you and let you know that everything's going to be okay and to remember to definitely take care of self take care of you so that you can be okay and able to take care of everyone else that comes across your path. One of the things that really helped me, you guys, with my self-care is when I understood my worth. And a part of knowing your worth for me was also understanding what self-love was all about. And so they kind of all tie in together in many ways. It is a way for you to remind others that your needs are important too. And it also helps you to feel confident and it builds your self-esteem as well whenever you have self-care that you're implementing. I have started back journaling. I had stopped for about two weeks and so I've started that back and I again explained to everyone how I learned to say no and for me that was a part of my self-care journey and to just stop overthinking and overanalyzing things is another way that you can help yourself in that area as well. And just taking a break whenever you need to and knowing that even if you're working from home, you can't just sit there all day without taking your lunch break or taking your breaks that you're allowed and you just got to get up. Going for, again, that nice walk and, and just making nice meals. And I created a Pinterest for myself And that was really fun. And now I'm starting to enjoy it even more and just seeing so many things and ideas that I could do or implement. You guys, I had this conversation with Anna from Listen Up and Read. And I was going to save the show for a different time. But I realized as I'm talking with you, there was a segment of our conversation where Anna has shared about self-care. And I want you to listen to this. So stay tuned. Anna from Listen Up and Read coming right up. Hi, Anna. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. Hi. Thank you for having me. We have a lot in common, you and I. Oh, nice. And this is where I'm going to just dive right on. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You talked a lot about self-care. I wanted to talk about that because that's huge for me, where I had to learn about self-care, taking care of myself and what self-love and all that stuff looked like to me 
on a deeper level. Yeah, so I went through a season of transition. I went through a difficult season. And then out of that difficult season, I kind of felt like I needed to remove myself from the situation. So I uh, moved and went through a season of transition where like life was changing. And part of it was trying to find a new normal. Um, And so with everything, I had to just kind of like hunker down move, get everybody on new routines. I have two children there um, eight, at the time they were age seven and eight and get everybody on new routines and things like that. And I, this is at the end of July. I, I kind of like looked ahead and said, okay, in September, I'm going to block my calendar and take a month dedicated to self-care. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I titled it self-care September so I took my my calendar on my iPhone and I just blocked the whole month so that if anyone approached me with any events or baby showers, birthday parties, and I would have that reminder that I'm not doing any of that in September. I'm dedicating that month to myself. Um, wow. I love it. Self-care September. So what did you end up doing in the month of September? I had rules for myself and um, I wrote down that I would only engage in activities that added to my peace, joy, and rest. So one of those things that adds to your peace is going to work. So I couldn't get away from, you know, not going to my job, (laughs) right? right? Um, Cleaning up the house that also adds to my peace. So certain things, of Uh course, you just can't go like full, like I'm not doing anything this month, but I had to do things that were within the rules of peace, joy, and rest. Uh Uh And so one of the things that I did was I had, you know, Saturdays kind of free to just kind of like, or weekends really free to do like whatever. One Saturday, I walked to the library um, from my house. It's about two mile walk. So I walked there and then got magazines. You could use magazines from there. And I came back home and created a vision board. I used that time to connect with girlfriends. I joined a book club. I wrote thank you notes to people that had uh, supported me during the difficult season. I, you know, made phone calls to people that I hadn't talked to. It it just was really good. I think I learned like what um, added to my peace and joy and rest. Um, I wrote a list of things that bring me joy. It's also one of Rachel Hollis's uh, suggestions, but Mm -hmm. I wrote a list. She was her thing was try to get to 30 things that bring you joy. Um, and so wow. I wrote, yeah. So I wrote out a list of things that bring me joy. And she's like, now plan your life around like those things, like do, add those things to your life. And she's like, you know, not every day you can have, you know, all the lattes and all the massages. Of course, that would be nice. But there's things that you can do that don't cost any money, like walking to the library. Like that doesn't cost anything, you know. So I decided that I wouldn't be able to necessarily devote every month to that, but I could devote some time to things that bring me joy throughout my life and make that more of a lifestyle. Going back to your vision board, what does a vision board look like to you? So I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> uh, in the center <laughs> of it, it says uh, Wonder Woman. Oh. Uh, and so that's just something that I like strive for, like an alter ego, I guess, um, and just you know, knowing that I have all these things that are on my plate, but I can handle it. I'm Wonder Woman. I take these things on. I'm built for this. Um, Right. That's cool. Yeah. And I have some travel things, some vacation, dream vacation spots that I would love to do. Uh, I have a beautiful woman with the Afro running 
because I want to get into better physical shape um, and be able to run. Uh, that's the desire that I have. I have a picture of Oprah reading a book in her garden, and I believe that I will be sitting there next to her in her garden one day talking about some books <laughs> with her. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? It will. <laughs> I would love to join you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah. that's going to be me. So I have okay. my, uh, my Listen Up and Read uh, logos on there as well. When you create a vision board, it's do you have like time? Is it like it's literally just a vision board, something you can look at that makes you feel good, but, but it doesn't have like time frames set on accomplishing certain things? No, not on my vision board. Um, I do have a, um, I have a journal. It's a start today journal. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it has Mm -hmm. um, things where you write down the 10 dreams that you have for yourself. And that has more of a timeline. Um, But my vision board is just something that I accomplish in life. Mm -hmm. I had created a vision board and I made mine more of a goal board. Yeah. And so it had time frames on it. Within that time frame, That's I did awesome. it. And I was like, yes. And so now I have to make another one. It's going to be interesting. It's a homework assignment for me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you love to read. I do. I started reading when I was nursing my son um, and was just up late. I didn't grow up loving to read, but my mom was like, I read this really good book called Heaven is for Real and you should read it. And so I would read it on my phone. And that's when I started loving to read at the age of 25, which is kind of late. Uh, But hey, um, it's better late than never. It is. Yeah. So uh, I just would read books on my phone because I would be up nursing and had nothing else to do. Uh, And then started to um, just dive into different books. And it's almost like reading to me is an escape, but it's also not, not an escape, but it's also like a time to like just sit down because you have to kind of sit down and read no matter what unless you're listening to an audiobook which I love to do as well you kind of have to take time and to kind of be in your head and just listen to another person's story uh, or characters that come alive so mm-hmm. I enjoy reading almost over tv <laughs> these days so it's you know what cool. I do too. And I understand exactly what you're saying. It's like, it is almost like an escape. It's like you get to sometimes, depending on the book that you read, you feel like I could read a book in a weekend. And I'm like, wow, this weekend, I feel like I actually went on a vacation. I feel like I went where the book was, you know, like where the story happened. And it's like, I feel like, oh, wow, you know, I actually can relate to their story. I felt like I met new people and was in the lives of of these people characters for you know those two or three days and I love to read too because it helps with expanding your mind and in early years you couldn't give me a book you couldn't pay me to read a book I was like are you freaking kidding me and at the time I thought all there was was love stories because my sister would love to read those types of books and I thought that they were just I'm like seriously like let's go outside and ride a bike you know Yeah, yeah, I love that um, my books kind of represent different worlds that I've been in, you know, so mm-hmm. um, I, I really enjoy like buying books too and having them on my bookshelf, even though I may not reread them. I just love that. That's like a memory that I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's cool. I, I can definitely relate to that. Can you share with us what do you do? So I review books, um, audio books and podcasts. 
And so I have a website, listenupandread.com, and I kind of use my Instagram um, in tandem with the website. And how did you come to where you were wanting to review podcasts and reading books to review them? Um, And creating a website on top of that and an Instagram. (laughs) Well, I wanted to start a blog for a long time. I would just talk about it year after year. I want to start a blog. This year I, I should start a blog. I, I like to read books and I should start a blog and wouldn't do it. And then I read a book called Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And then she also wrote a, a companion book called uh, Girl, Stop Apologizing. Mm-hmm. And in Girl, Stop Apologizing, um, she talks about having goals and dreams and like it's time to do those things that you've been thinking about right now. You know, no time like the present, just do it, even though you don't know how to do it. You don't have all the, the pieces together just do it. What's been on your heart, like jump for it and uh, go for it. So I decided that I would launch my, my blog and review books. And cause it was, you know, something that was really interesting to me. I would post on my personal Facebook, you know, I love this book and basically writing reviews, you know, on my own personal Facebook. So I decided I would turn that into a blog. Nice. So what was the best book that you read last year? Last year, I would say definitely Girls Stop Apologizing. As far as my like nonfiction book, that's the, the one I would pick. It's about goals. It's about, it, it was her, uh, Rachel Hollis is the author. She It was her companion to Girl, Wash Your Face. Um, but this one is about how to achieve a goal um, oh. and stop apologizing for who you are and, and become what you were meant to be. Um, so... Um, this one is about breaking down a goal into bite-sized chunks and how to achieve them. And then what would you say was the best book that you read this year? So far, I'm going to go with uh, The Greatest You by Trent Shelton. Oh, I love him. Yeah. It was really inspiring or motivational. Probably inspiring yeah. because it lasted longer than a day. That feeling that he yeah, gave. Yeah. It's about uh, becoming the greatest you, but he talks a lot about people in relationships he talks a lot about his disappointments of not being in the, in the NFL and then how he had to turn that disappointment into becoming, you know, who he is today and what he was actually called to do. He talks about like how life setbacks can shape you into propel, propel you into what you were called to be for if you if you let it. If you don't dwell on, you know, the disappointment and and what that means, but just turn that into fuel to becoming who you were supposed to be. So you like reading those self-help type books too? I do. I love fiction books as well, but um, I, you picked, you asked me for my two favorites. So I picked those two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love them. They, um, for some reason I gravitate more towards them and people's stories of what really happened. Someone's gone through something that you might be going through or that you have gone through. And then to know that they came out okay or how they handled it, it always, I like that. Or even if it's just like steps to take, but they always share a little bit about how they came to that place. And then I go, okay, I can relate to that. You know? Yeah. Like Lisa Nichols. Do you know oh, who yeah. she is? Yeah, I like yeah, her a lot. I know, me too. I would love to meet her and Trent. And there's just a whole host of them. And they're just all amazing. And I'm so glad that people are able to live in their purpose and do what they were sent here to do. Yeah. Because people like me need that. <laughs> me you know? too. 
Yeah, I love that stuff. What book would you recommend to our audience to pick up and read? Because they're probably already going to pick up the other two. I love Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Um, That was a really good one. Um, I've mentioned Girl, Wash Your Face. I love that book. Um, I, mm-hmm. If you want to look at uh, fiction books, I love An American Marriage by Tayari Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really good fiction book if you just need something to like a good story that's suspenseful. Mm. I also love uh, The Hate You Give and On the Come Up by Angie Thomas. The Hate uh, You Give? I think I read that book. Yeah, I like that book a lot. Um, and, people have seen the movie, so oh, okay, that's what win. it was. Yeah, okay, that, I think that might be it. It might have been that I seen the movie. The book is so much better. But, uh, they yeah. usually are. Yeah, yeah, they can't go into as much. It would probably be like a six-hour-long movie if they pulled everything that's out. That's true. Yeah, going back to self-care, I didn't really know like what it looked like to me. Self-care is is a huge part of self-love. But what does self-care look like to you? So one of the things that I really just like to establish, um, one is what lights me up? What is joy for me? Um, And I mentioned that earlier, but I had to establish like the why behind self-care. And, you know, the why is ultimately self-love, but like, when you prioritize yourself, then you're able to serve your family. Then you're able to love, you know, on others when you are establishing yourself and strengthening yourself in that uh, care, then you have, you know, you're full enough to be able to pour out to others. Uh, So that's one of the things that like, I, I think anybody that's struggling with, you know, feeling selfish for taking time out for themselves or anything like that, if you establish a strong enough why, um, that will help wrap your brain and, and change your mindset around the self-care. Mm-hmm. I think when you don't exercise that, that you can start to feel down or depressed yeah. and depleted. I wrote down like my top three things that don't cost any money. Um, so one of them is, for me is care of environment. Clean up, you know, clean up, make your room, you know, an, an oasis for yourself, you know, clean up and, um, you know, having a corner of your house that is like, you know, just peaceful and somewhere that you can be that is stress-free, that you're not looking around at, you know, whatever else is going on in your home. Moving my body by getting, you know, fresh air, 30 minutes of uh, exercise, going outside, uh, that's self-care for me. And then, for me, I I really enjoy like alone time. I feel like I recharge alone. Um, so if it is just, you know, taking a walk down the street and just having that time where, okay, I can come back and now be around people in my family. And then another one that I uh, really like is laughter. Like how do I mm-hmm. add more laughter to my life? Because uh, laughter is one of those things that is like really the best medicine uh, and it's free. It doesn't cost anything. So. Absolutely. I love it. My advice to anyone would be just to write out a list of things that don't cost any money and then write out a list of things that do cost money. And then, you know, how can you implement the things that don't cost any money into more of your everyday, like, you know, take some time out for yourself every day 
every week. Um, and then the things that do cost money, plan and budget around that. So you're adding in that too in, in an intentional way. Because I love massages too. So, but I can't right? get them done every day, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And my nails done and pedicures and things like that. But add those things into your life as you can too. So, you cannot serve from an empty vessel by Eleanor hmm. Brown. I like that. Well, Listen Up and Read is on Instagram. ListenUpAndRead.com. All right. ListenUpAndRead.com. When people go there, they'll be able to like find reviews and, and different books that you reviewed. Yes. I think it's pretty cool what you're doing. Thank you. You know? Well, Anna, I do appreciate you taking the time to come on Authentic Talks and to talk about self-care and to share like some of the things that you're doing and... You're welcome to come back anytime. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, you guys, I felt that that was a very informative show. The information that Anna shared was awesome. I'm hoping that you and your family can find some takeaways and that you're able to implement some of the things that were shared on today's show. You guys, I know this may sound a little cliche, but we shall overcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Shantae with Authentic Talks. You cannot serve from an empty vessel by Eleanor Mm. Brown. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.